0: Welcome to Mimosas with My Besties. I am Erin and I want to welcome you to our podcast. Yay! 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 Here at Mimosas with My Besties, I shoot the shit with my two best friends over drinks during brunch. We check in with one another, reminisce, talk about our general tomfoolery, and speak from the heart. Our overall goal is to laugh, inspire one another, and leave each chat with a warm heart. And we truly hope that you do so as well. So, with all that said, let's meet my best friends. Hey, everyone. It's
1: Siobhan. I am living in the mid-Atlantic on the East Coast. Um, I am in my early 30s, and I'm looking forward to seeing or speaking to
0: everybody tonight. Dang seeing, it. speaking, you know. You can see.
1: It's a thing. Um, I'd also <laughs> like to give a shout out. to. This is going to be something different, apparently. I'd like to give a shout out to all the people out here who are hot chocolate drinkers. Um I am there with you. I am toasting with peppermint schnapps today.
0: Oh, peppermint schnapps and hot chocolate? Yes. Why did you give me the memo? I would have gone, or at least I would have ordered curbside liquor store some peppermint <laughs> schnapps. Don't worry. It, it Peppermints we, or
1: hot chocolate season goes well into early spring, so we have some time.
0: We spoke for like four hours three minutes ago. <laughs> In that four-hour period, we could have, I could have made an order, I could have been on the phone as I drove up, curbside, you know, I feel, next well, time. let's, before we get going, let's acknowledge um, that Amber, unfortunately, couldn't make it to brunch today, but her mimosa glass stands tall, aka, I might actually drink it, because um, it's been We're here a heck it. of a couple of weeks, so, Amber, we miss you, sorry you couldn't Absolutely. make brunch today.
1: Till brunch next week.
0: Till brunch next week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I will talk to you later today. Abso-pazo. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but yeah, um, I'm Aaron. Oh, yeah, we're still in intros. I'm Aaron. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I am 34 um, by the time this comes out. Um, my birthday has just passed. Um, I live, yay, I live in upstate New York. Um, these are my best friends. I know Siobhan from college. And Amber, who, again, um, is not here with us this podcast. I know her from basically my entire life. <laughs> I have not a lick of memory in my brain that doesn't involve her in some way, shape. Like, I don't have a life that she isn't, like, I don't even know how to explain it. There isn't a time in my brain where Amber isn't involved. Mm-hmm. It is a very fascinating concept. Um, And let's see, what's some fun facts about me? Oh, I'm attempting to, like date in a time of a pandemic oh, in the time of um <laughs> and just being listen. queer in America like it's, it's, i don't know what i'm trying to do in in virtual world i'm just it's a it's a fucking nightmare <laughs>
1: It's not a nightmare. It's our, our temporary reality. Um, and I have been getting from quite a few people. So how's the dating going? And I'm just quite interested to know. Um, so please feel free to post at any of our uh, locations on social media. What does dating look like during a global pandemic? So I've heard of virtual dates because people are long distance or they aren't especially in the beginning, aren't as comfortable uh, meeting in person as of yet. And so you're like cooking meals together and eating and you're like next to each other at the quote unquote table. Um, And I hear of obviously using apps, but I'm just quite interested to know what this is supposed to look like. Because um, literally in public where you just might meet somebody, you only see them from the lower
0: eyelid up. Uh, I need to not that. I'm pulled in by people. So, okay. I, mm. <laughs> I am stumbling <laughs> over my words. It's okay. I, yes, I do care about what people look like on the outside, but truly I care about like how I connect with you as a person. So, app dating is a nightmare for me because I can only get your personality so much from your profile. And then mm-hmm. I'm basically going off of what you look like, mm-hmm. which is really tough for me because I really kind of don't have a type, I guess. Mm-hmm. I truly care about how... We connect how you make me feel, how we connect to each other, like what we have in common, what we can do together, the fun we can have, like how we emotionally connect like that. And that's hard to get via texting. So I try my best as soon as I like, quote unquote, match with somebody that we text a little bit so I see that they're not going to, I don't know attack me or be Mm. some sort of narcissist because I'm Mm -hmm. really good at rooting those people out Mm -hmm. um, that we at least move to voice messaging if they're comfortable and then as soon as possible get on a video chat because Mm -hmm. I need to see your eyes and see your face and judge you from that because I have good intuition but I need all of that to start making judgments and then from there maybe do a socially distant date where we're sitting in our cars next to each other or going on a hike where we're kind of next to each other but not totally near each other but it is a night mayor trying to get to know somebody um, while like being separated from them because I really need to feel someone's energy and aura and be Mm -hmm. in their space and like Mm -hmm. take up space with them and feel Mm -hmm. how they take up space and how they treat me in different. It is and then you're just emotionally messed up because the world's on fire so like (laughs) You're getting to know somebody while they're basically activated, anxious all the time. I was going to say, so as opposed
1: to maybe saying judging, maybe like just inferring who they are just to get a bead on or pulse of who they are. I don't want to necessarily say judge. Um yeah. but I, I know what you mean. Yeah. It it to me in my mind it's just quite interesting because anyone that I have met, there are very few people that online dating has worked for as I'm trying to think about it um, like one and a half times. And certainly every experience is different. And I've, I am not the type of person I was just having this conversation with my mom the other day, or maybe yesterday, it all blurs together, but it entered or, I am not the type of person who believes, you know, you were dating somebody and then all of a sudden, however much time you spent, oh, that was a waste of my time. There is absolutely a lesson in everything that you do and everyone that you meet because mm-hmm, people come into mm-hmm. your life for a reason, season, a lifetime, lifetime. And realize that reason <laughs> could be just to give you a quick reality check. Ooh. Um Ooh. It doesn't necessarily have to be for too long. It could be a few days, a few hours, a few minutes. Uh, But it was just to give you a quick reality check and give you a a calibration to back to where you need to be. (laughs) Um, And sometimes, in the words of Medea, some people are in these... uh, lifelong relationships with people. They were only supposed to be in, in a situation for just a quick hot season. Or you were only supposed yeah. to be
0: with for a season. You put lifetime mm-hmm. expectations on a seasonal person. Mm-hmm. And that's when you get messed up. Ooh. Mm-hmm. And and that hits hard. For me, I just find it to be a little different
1: because I would like to believe that I am not solely uh, physical or just looking at your facial features, but that gives me a, an inclination as to who you are, being able to look into your eyes and actually see a smile. um, Certainly you don't have to have like the most super fantabulous smile, but at the same time, dimples are a thing for me. Um, So if I can't even tell (laughs) that you may or may not have dimples, it's just like, huh, this is interesting. So I'm just quite interested to know what this looks like um, for people in, uh, in our world. Please let me know how this what this looks like for you during this time? Because I know some people are not picky and some people have a little bit more of a a list that they like to go through. I mean,
0: I have stand, like, don't get me wrong. Like Mm -hmm. I have standards. Like Mm -hmm. I don't want to, don't get it twisted. Mm -hmm. Like I have standards. I just like physically, like I get more attracted to somebody physically when I have more of an attach emotional Mm -hmm. attachment to them. Like, that can be, like, defined more as a demisexual. So, demisexuals are a part of the LGBTQ community, and they need emotional attraction to someone to have a sexual attraction to them. That makes Um, sense.
1: But I would feel like that would be something similar in a heterosexual relationship, to an extent, and just thinking, like, oh, wow, I like seeing... I'm trying to think of something off the top of my head. Um, But... For me, random things or what others may presume as random, and that's on y'all because I'm good over here. Um, But like I said, dimples are a thing. But if I see that you smile as a result of a story you shared that was heartwarming to me or something that uh, triggered me in a good way emotionally, that makes you more attractive to me. Um, And that, like you were saying, just over time as you're getting to know them and you're emotions and you're starting to be a little bit more honest and vulnerable with one another getting to know the insides as opposed to the exterior it gets more attractive hopefully it gets more attractive to you
0: oh yeah and that's more of like but found so absolutely with demisexuals they can like they need in order to have any sexual attraction to somebody they need to have an emotional bond with them Mm mm-hmm like, foundationally. Mm-hmm. Um, which, un- unlike people of other um, identities, you can be sexually attracted to someone without even knowing them. Mm-hmm. Like, you can be like, oh, Kate, back in cell, you can break me mm-hmm. any day. And I don't even know. I don't know her. Right. You know what I'm saying? But demisexuals will be like, yeah, they're attractive. Yeah. Like, they're they're cute, but they don't have a sexual attraction to them because they don't have an emotional bond. Mm-hmm. But absolutely over time when you get to know someone emotionally you you feel more of that attraction that sexual attraction that you know whatever you want to define it as Mm -hmm. um it's just more specific with demisexuals with that Mm. um which sometimes can be hard because i'm like am i kind of demisexual because i need more of an emotional you know attachment to feel sexual attraction but you know that's for me to figure out even though i just shared it with the world um that's yeah, but could that out. be
1: sometimes on a slide? I, I don't know. And so, certainly I don't want to um, and it's, marginalize yeah. any particular person. But I feel like it yeah. will be on a sliding scale. Because you can certainly, again, like you oh, said, yeah. acknowledge attractiveness. Or mm-hmm. you are pleasing aesthetically. You are pleasing yes. to my eyes. But that doesn't do anything for me sexually. Exactly. Um, so I, I would presume that's on a sliding scale whereas everything's from a you, spectrum yeah from what you're sharing with me as a demisexual it's just across the board 100 percent of the time this is how i interpret or uh uh i don't know interact with the world and how i would view i don't know relationships or situation yeah. ships
0: ships <laughs> right yeah or the ships. ships in general <laughs> right yeah but totally um dating is weird
1: Mm -hmm. Figuring
0: out is weird. It's all adulting. It's bringing it back to what is an adult anyways episode. It's it's all adulting. adulting. And then, (laughs) and then speaking of adulting. Right. um, Great segue. Great. It was all you, dude. It was all you. Don't even, you know, I can't segue to save my goddamn life. What is a fucking segue? It's a thing you do. We'll get there. It's only the second episode of the second season. Technically that's seven episodes. It's not bad to still be a little shaky with, Eh, listen, it's it's early. And who's to judge our segues? Okay. It's our
1: segues. <laughs> I'm looking forward to seeing how great we get it, how we master these segues over time. Looking at certain podcasts, other podcasts, it's like, oh wow, that was a little rough. Um and then over time it's just like seamless. Like that was flawless just to see the
0: way they wow, I didn't see that one coming. But listen to my genius. My genius is to always acknowledge the Rocky segue mm-hmm. that becomes our thing. Ain't nobody can touch us. Come that for is, my Rocky segue. Too bad. I already thing. acknowledge it's awkward. You can't tell me if I, I'm awkward. I already know I'm awkward. You can't touch me. Oh,
1: no. We're absolutely team awkward over here. That's certainly not to be misconstrued or misunderstood <laughs> for the masses. Welcome. <laughs>
0: Welcome.
1: Um, yeah, w- welcome. Um, take a seat over there, maybe in the corner or something. Whatever makes yeah. you comfortable or not. Whatever
0: makes you comfortable. We're here to be inclusive of everybody and just understand that we're awkward and our transitions and um, are always going to be rocky and awkward. So with that said, right. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about the first time you realized you were going to have to figure something out on your own. So I just
1: had a conversation with I don't I can't certain people you just can't call friends, they're just like family. Um, but with a very important person in my life. And oh, yes, yes, uh, yes, yes. they are experiencing some aspects of adulting and being independent on your own, um, mm-hmm. such as having to kill the bug in your place <laughs> for the first time. Um <laughs> I have generally no problem dealing with the quote-unquote big things in the house. Uh, Got a bird in the house? I I can figure this thing out. It's not a problem. Got a squirrel. Hey, let's think of some ways that we can get this thing (laughs) out of the house. Um, Big things, got it. Generally no problem. Uh, The creepy crawlies, though, not a fan. If you have... um, more on than your four fucking legs. Own. If you ha- right, if you have more than four legs, you can move across the room with none of those legs, or you have more than eight to ten of them. You have many legs. Not a fan of you. You live in corners. You creep me out. And it is amazing that one can be so freaked out by something so small, um, with a face and body that only a mother could love. Uh, oh,
0: you so, just and came just for centipedes.
1: Yeah. And for all of my, uh, what is the study? Entomologists out there. Uh, I'm sorry. I know there's some beautiful
0: entomology. I don't even know how I think I I got a C. Oh my God. I don't even know how I passed that class. It was so horrible for me. There
1: are certainly some beautiful ones out there, but the general ones you find in a home just don't hit or register on my Richter scale at all. Uh, so sharing and commiserating <laughs> with her on her first um I, having, no, that her, sounds horrible right, her first um, experience um, yeah. I'll have to figure out insect gate or uh, bug gate I haven't come up with a term yet um brought me back to my first time and um <laughs> got a story for you I'd like to hear it here it go
0: <laughs> you so, have no fucking choice you're listening you're right. ready for it <laughs> But I'll try and make it short.
1: Listen, I will try to make it short. Um, Living in my first apartment and in the shower, and what I have noticed about all these stories, so please let me know also in the comments um, what your experience has been. Because generally when somebody tells a story like this, it generally starts just like this. In my case, I was in the shower, uh, but then all of a sudden I saw something out of the corner of my eye. Oh, shit. And look up, see nothing. Think, is it an eyelash? Was it water? Was it a drop? Did I fling soap bubbles, suds fling somewhere out bubbles. the corner of my eye and I did not realize? And continue to progress with their showering activities. Um, my eye gets caught again to the top to then see the largest... Uh, I don't know what it was. It was a huge bug at first, right? huge bug freaking out the worst place to be when you see a bug, because generally when you are fully clothed inside your house for freak out, the worst place to be freaked out is in a shower, uh, but as' naked naked any k k i d naked um with water running water, and soap, so it is slippery, it is wet, you have nothing to protect you if said be- bug wants to come f- it's not just gonna come for your face and you can freak out it's coming for any particular part of your body that it feels like it needs to land on, and all you have is the running water to protect you from all that it is in the world um I'm freaking dead. out, trying to figure out what to do. Said bug proceeds to lift its wings up and fly away. When oh, I the tell flying you bug, fuck off. I I don't curse generally, just as a rule, it's not something I feel I need to do. But the words that were coming out of my mouth, it was like a <laughs> A laundry list. Like if there was ever a person waiting to curse, it was like I was trying to read all the list of curse words that I had. Like one day when I'm a curse, I'm gonna say all these words. It was a laundry list of words that I had to share with the world, um, which just consisted of myself and the hamster in the next room. Um, Proceeded to immediately hop out the shower, rush, call my mom, close the bathroom door because who knows where it's at now. Um, (laughs) Call my mom call my mom and my sister (laughs) and they proceed to laugh at me as I freak out, curse out and express all of the feelings that you feel when you have been violated by the bug that had wings. It didn't have the nerve to have wings. Finally, find said bug. It is a flying roach. I would like to give off all the things off one. I am from New York city. I did not move from the city to this (laughs) mid Atlantic town to get got buy some roaches so what we gonna do let me tell you what we not gonna do today this um ain't getting got to uh the nerve of you because in my head prior to this experience um flying roaches only existed in the west indies and in florida and general southern areas um i was not prepared they got them I was not prepared for this. This area does; it gets warm and hot. It don't get that hot. Um, I was pissed off, so (laughs) had to have uh, support over the phone to now go out on a search mission because you have to go do reconnaissance. Because whenever they fly away, whenever you leave the room and you come back, they're never where they're supposed to be. (laughs) They're never. Only the brave ones are there. Only the big hairy ones are there because they think, "What you gonna do?" The what you gonna do? right? for me? Yeah. Right. No. Feeling froggy then leap. I got something for you. Okay. Feeling froggy. Anyway. Had to do a reconnaissance mission. Had to put on something to cover my body. So I felt less vulnerable. <sighs> had to pull up a ginormous wad of toilet tissue. Almost the size of the roll of toilet tissue. Because I don't believe in killing bugs with shoes. It's a whole different conversation. Um to then kill the roach and then promptly call maintenance because I need you to send exterminator over here ASAP because let me tell you what we're not going to do, part two. Um, Anyway, all this to come back to... I can't breathe. Adulting and being independent uh, for the first time and having to deal with something on your own. What was your first experience in realizing like, oh, this is on me when you moved out of the house?
0: Is, are you asking me now? Because I'm yes. still wrapped up in your fucking story. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so we, you, I dropped the story. Were... The story was done. You you just went from a hundred to zero, and I was like, yeah. Oh, we dropped that... it back down. You know how you oh, go dropped... on the ride where you well, just fly up and you we're come like, back. Yeah, And then except we hit a wall. They're like, you didn't even come to a stop and go bump. No, you were like, huh. Yeah. No, we I
1: had to bring it back down. We don't need to. We don't need to ride that roller coaster because that's I was reminiscing with said good friend, uh, or good, uh, family member, valued yeah. person in my life. Um, and sharing with her, Oh, I get, I understand
0: what you talk about. But what I want to know is, um, what's that her name? How did she get it and not get God?
1: So I haven't followed up with her just yet, uh, we'll but up. as okay. a <laughs> next episode we'll
0: follow up on what happened. But, um, uh, We're going to need said family member to comment in the comment section because I know she listens. (laughs) How did you not get got by the bug? Could you tell us in detail on any of our socials? Um, Thank you. We love you. She she had
1: had an issue in the apartment anyway, and so maintenance was coming. Um, And so it's just like, hey, so since maintenance is coming, could you just please kindly... um, Deal with that thing over there,
0: and what I love,
1: I love how again. You kept your
0: voice, just like <laughs> because <laughs> you, you feel, did a, it, you were like, I'm just gonna talk down here where, where she talks.
1: Mm-hmm. I just need you to. It it uh, I, it brought me back to my first experience and realizing, oh, so really, no, my mom and my sister aren't here to kill the bugs because, again, as I said before, I kill or I don't kill, but I I manage the big things rem- and get remo- them out them. the house. Yeah. Yes, I am in the reconnaissance and let's get you out of here, uh, business. Um, I am not part of the, I found you, I got you, you up out of here, um, with the deadness side of things. Um, yeah. so it is always also interesting to me when somebody calls or when you see a video, um, of someone finding a ginormous bug or creature you don't want in the house, it's not like you're standing right next to it to ask it an interview question. You're all the way on the other side of the room. <laughs> pointing to it on camera like can you see it it's that little dot right there in the screen this you see it, it's huge and the, the camera doesn't really show how big it is it's, but I promise you it's big um, only the brave ones who were like doing Discovery Channel Dave Nat Attenborough Geo. kind of yeah. comment, commentator stuff are up here really close being concerned about the size weight um, exterior things that may come across when you interact with such uh Bugs and situations.
0: Uh, Mine doesn't involve, so mine's more like college related because that's the (laughs) first time, like, Mm -hmm. I mean that I was like out quote and even college is like a bubble it's like yes it is a safe space it's a a protective bubble Mm -hmm. of like quote unquote your first like this is quote unquote on my own Mm because there's still supportive measures for you right like even if you are someone who like paid your way through college yourself yes and like you didn't have like absolute support or any support from your family um, they're still the supports professionals at colleges there, you know, mm-hmm. those people still exist to help you, mm-hmm. especially if you go to a college that has, you know, and you live on campus and you live on campus. And even when, when you live off of campus, there's still those support professionals, especially if the ones that go above and beyond, like we had mm-hmm. um, that can support you and talk you through stuff. And like most colleges have like, um, Uh, off-campus housing offices Mm -hmm. that are specifically there to make sure that college students don't get screwed into horrible housing contracts and Mm -hmm. leases and are there that have um lawyers to help you look through leases that a lot of college students don't utilize so anyways college students out there if you're there use all your your,
1: resources
0: use all the resources like oh my god like i did not and i even have my degree now In higher ed. And I was like, What didn't I do? Are you fucking kidding me? Listen, when Um, they
1: say all student loans, make sure you get all the coins worth because the interest rate on these student loans does not equal out to all the questions you could have asked while on campus.
0: No. (laughs) But yeah, my you know, the first time I was really like, Oh, we gotta figure this out on our our own our own was when um I had my first conflict with my two so two the two people I I signed my lease with my first apartment lease Mm -hmm. off-campus apartment lease that ended up being down the street from my freshman uh res hall Mm -hmm. so I wasn't even that far location wise I didn't have Mm -hmm. to I didn't have to learn new routes to get to new places because I was literally the next block over okay um and I paid uh a quote unquote uh paid more in rent which uh fun fact my rent was 350 dollars a month that was good that was can great i tell price. you but i was also in a two-bedroom apartment with three people but guess who was not sharing the bedroom my mm-hmm. ass because i was like oh i'm not sharing a bedroom needless to say the other two people were sharing a bedroom and we had a, our first conflict and then you're like oh there's not an ra to help us deal with this conflict there's nobody to help us but me myself and i To basically come to them and be like, why aren't you doing your dishes? Mm -hmm. Why are you touching my shit in the bathroom? Mm, mm, Why are mm. you using... How many sheets of toilet paper are you using? (laughs) Like, we go to an environmental college. We can't be fucking around like this. Also, um, why are you eating my food? Mm. Let's come to that. I'm a fat bitch. Why are you eating Mm. my food? I don't have the money Mm. to be buying all this stuff. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. so like why one, why are you touching my shit? Why are you fucking around with the shit that we share? And mm-hmm. like, how do you come to them and have that conversation with and learning, conf- basically learning conflict resolution for the first time, mm-hmm. but without support, mind you, could I have had support? Yes. I could have easily gone to our um, student uh, activities people and utilize them, mm-hmm. the counselors there and utilize them to bring those two of them in there and had that conversation because that's what the fuck they're used for. Mm-hmm. Even if it was off-campus stuff, mm-hmm. but instead, I attempted to handle it myself, and it did not go very well because I come off as a big angry person at the time. <sighs> yeah. So, anyways, um, I'm not friends with them. <laughs> haven't talked Life. to them in years. <laughs> Listen, I <I'd> are <laughs> <be interested>? they
1: <laughs> hashtag reach out um, <laughs> hashtag Are you friends with your roommates from college? If you haven't said married them and or dated them and had some issues, <laughs> if. That has not. If that was not a, a point, in your, uh, rooming situation, I'd be interested to know who was still friends with their roommates.
0: Raise your hand if you had different roommates every single year of college and moved to basically a new part, except for two years. But even those two years, I lived in the same apartment, but had different roommates. Mm-hmm. I had different roommates. Every single year I lived in college because I moved around every year because was now that would sound like I'm the problem, right? Like, <laughs> this sounds like Aaron's the <laughs> problem in this situation. No, I'm the one in therapy. I've been in therapy my whole life. I'm not mm. the problem. Mm-mm. People were the problem. Therapy. I picked horrible people to live with because I needed to save money. Another aspect of adulting
1: in college, particularly when things are on a tight budget. Listen, I I prefer you not to be my roommate, but you pay bills.
0: I do you pay bills? Up, do you pay bills? I showed up two years in a row having not had an apartment set up mm. with my car packed. Mm-hmm. And one year found an apartment that day and moved in right away. So I got real lucky, but lucky in the sense that I found a place not lucky in the sense that I had to live with a freshman that got kicked off campus because he set off the, um, alarms because he was setting off, um, firecrackers and it was alarms that were like the gunshot alarms. Mm. So he got kicked off campus and by off campus, it means a block away. Cause remember I said, the, the <laughs> right, dorm <yes>. was yeah, <laughs> a block away, mm-hmm. a, a commuter that only used the house because he had to sleep over some nights. And one person that I barely ever knew, but all them fuckers kept eating my food. He Mm. brought all his freshman friends over to have parties all the time. Mm. Um, They bought porn on the fucking cable bill and then lied about it. And like the $50... I said, what $50 porn are you buying? (laughs) Like... What is that? How much porn goes for nowadays? I I was (laughs) like, "What are you doing on Spectrum?" That you're like, I can't even deal with it. Um, You need to parental controls. (laughs) Exactly, I need to put parental controls on. So it was completely bonkers. And Mm. then the second time I did that, I had a couch surf for two weeks. That's with my stuff in my friend's garage. Her and Mm. she lived for like 20 minutes away from where we, where we went to school. I Mm. put all my stuff in her garage and then I slept on couches for two weeks trying to find a roommate, finally found a roommate. Then I had to, we had to share her car because it was so far off campus that the apartment came with a parking spot closer to campus. Mm. And that's the roommate that ended up trying to steal all my medication from me. Mm. So in short, adulting 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 is adulting okay adulting is adulting and uh, I'm so glad I own my own home maybe those dramatic experiences (laughs) brought me to the fact that I don't want to live with nobody Um, can I tell you that has been (laughs) um, what I learned
1: from my college roommate experience was the next roommate I have will be my husband Uh, if it is not a pet and or one I need to move back home and that has been on my list of I'm not moving back home, although hindsight, I do give credit to people who do move back home in effort to save bills slash pay off mm-hmm. student loans, all the other things that are fiscally responsible. That just wasn't my call. Um, or let me say that was my call and I wasn't going to do it. Um but yeah, no, after Absolutely. that experience, it was, oh, so I just need to live by myself is what this told me. What I learned from this experience. What, what
0: I have gained from this mm-hmm. is I need to live by myself.
1: Yeah, not a nam boyfriend, not a fiance. We're not doing none of Unless our names are on a lease together because we share the same last name. You are not living up in this house, up under
0: me, well, on purpose. I have, well... I, I respect your calling for that. Mm-hmm. If I'm in a serious relationship with somebody mm-hmm. move on in. Come on mm-hmm. into this house. <laughs> come on over. Come on over mm-hmm. baby. Um, because I think that's short enough. I'll cut it out if it's uh, too no, long. Of, you're fine. I'll be like Todd is that enough? Is that too long of a song? I don't know. <laughs> I don't want us to get sued. Christina Aguilera will come for our throats. Um, I got an extra room Mm -hmm. We can start in two separate rooms, then come together into the one with the adjustable (laughs) bed. You know what I mean? Like, we can figure it out, especially if we're splitting bills Mm -hmm. and we're sharing hearts and time. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That sounds great. But we're going to have to really be like, you're going to have to love me to live with me, allegedly, because everyone else who's lived with me and didn't love me or want to just be all up in me, um, it didn't go so well for them. (laughs)
1: And that's why I think for me, that's why I get to such a commitment of marriage, because we're not going to be out mm-hmm. here talking about, because it is very attractive to have somebody help pay half these bills. <laughs> um, but <laughs> it is not attractive enough for me. Listen, I could do it myself. We're just going to be out here. um having to make do with less than but uh yeah no i need it to the level of we willing to get married and know each other's social security numbers
0: um because remember what amber had said like she's like if you're going to uh propose me on a tuesday you better be married to me by a friday because that's Mm -hmm. gonna give you too much time to to Mm -hmm. think about how much you don't want to marry me it's not gonna be a long engagement i need you i need you same concept. I need you to live with me for a while because I'm not about to have you commit to marrying me to then mm-hmm. live with me and be like, I can't rock with this. But see, my partner, mm-hmm. we're we're going to just, listen, I'm speaking this out. We're just going to be able to vibe like a motherfucker. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And we're going to learn to live with each other because at the end of the day, we got to learn to live with one another. It's just not them learning to live with me. It's me mm-hmm. learning to live with them as well. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to do that for the first time after I've already married you. Hells to the no. There needs to be a trial period of figuring out if we are, you know what I'm fucking saying? Compatible. I'm not gonna marry you to figure out, oh, we need to be like Frida Kahlo and her man, which isn't a bad idea. You have one house, we're attached by a courtyard, you have another house, and that's how we live. And you know what? I'm not gonna shit on that because that's not a bad idea. That if sounds that's like how your idea. relationship needs to manifest, and your y'all coin can have purse. like and your coin purse, and y'all have two houses, mm-hmm. and you just cuddle a little bit, you make some fucking great art, and then you go back to your own bedrooms, not own bedrooms, but whole fucking houses. Right. You do you again. Uh, Short of you harming yourself or other people, Mm -hmm. unless it's consensual, I don't give a shit how you manifest your relationship. Like, totally. If the person I'm with buys a house next to me and we fucking make, like, a goddamn hamster crawl between the two houses (laughs) and go... You know what I'm saying? For our pets to go in between the two. You know what I mean? It's some sort of, of, like, underground tunnel, like Magic Kingdom style. Like, I'm cool with that shit. Um... Would I, it really depends. It's hard to say, but I would prefer to live with a person that is going to like commit to being in my life forever and like being in and or around my pants.
1: Oh no, it's no, it's important. I certainly understand that logic, but I know for me, if I do not have a commitment to the point of marriage, even if we were engaged, it was like, yeah, this isn't going to work. We just not going to have to, you just got to go. I don't care how much I love you. I just can't stand you. In my space, you just gonna have to go. Versus, whereas I'm married, it's like, man, I done sucked myself into this. I done signed the paper. I'm not getting an annulment. This is where we. This is what we gonna have to do. I mean, I mean, this is what we're going. That is why I get it to the point of marriage because at that point you have no choice. You just gonna have to deal with what you got. But at the same time, all the people out there who are waiting um, to get married to move in, make sure you do your research. Um, don't be surprised and shocked if they just out here leaving uh, underwear, socks, trash. Um, miscellaneous things haven't touched a nan piece of soap to a hard <laughs> surface um, with any type of scrubbing bubble or other abrasive or non-abrasive substance to try and scratch and get rid of that grime line that you might see. Um, do your research. Just as you get closer in this relationship, pop up on some people, see what they got going on behind the scenes. Um, but yeah, this is why I say marriage, because I know myself, I I am ready to hop out of a hot pan in a, a quick flash, hot second. I know myself.
0: I would have loved, like, I just smacked the shit out of this mic. I would have loved, (laughs) in addition to like that. So, in a home, sharing a home with somebody, Mm -hmm. can they have? Do they have any trade skills? Like, do they know? Mm -hmm. Do they know how to take care of plumbing? Mm -hmm. Do they know electricity? Is that something we have to learn together? Like, because at the end of the day, college and my secondary post. Secondary elementary school failed all of us. The fact that some we don't come out of here with one knowing how to balance a checkbook, knowing yes. about taxes, mm-hmm. knowing how to fix simple plumbing stuff and simple like, electrical stuff, I mm-hmm. think is a failing. Cause mm-hmm. as someone who now owns a home and had a pipe just randomly leaking, I wish I could have fixed that shit. Mm-hmm. I don't like that I have to call random people like I need in my circle of friends like a plumber, an electrician, say, a lawyer, and moral a Moral of the story. And a goddamn, <laughs> like, accountant. Moral of the story.
1: Make sure- I would like to like those people. Oh, make you like them and love them because they are in your circle. Um, exactly.
0: I don't want to just use them for their skill set
1: moral of the story people make sure that you have a friend that can be checked off in almost every category or you have a friend that knows almost everybody who can check these off in their own category so they can vouch for you um because it is quite important otherwise you will find yourself out here looking up youtube videos into the early morn i'm trying to well how do i do that
0: do they have well, thank, well mm-hmm. thank god our other best friend helped me put in the toilet Mm-hmm. He came over and he mm-hmm. helped fix my, my floodlight. And that mm-hmm. he's, He heard me say it was going to cost me $250 for someone mm-hmm. to, to put in that toilet. He said, the fuck it will. Mm-hmm. I thought he was going to tell me I had to pay him $250. Listen, a and meal, said, beer, pizza, people are... And he lives two hours away. And he came up and this. This was pre-COVID. Mm-hmm. came up in here in 2019 and put in my brand new toilet. Mind mm-hmm. you, did that new toilet need a $150 fix later? Not because of what he did, but because of fucking manufacturer issues, which, by the way, n- understand warranties <laughs> and make sure you complain and use them because I easily could have avoided that $150 fix had I understood warranties. Another thing we should learn about and how to use. And adulting. Young people pay attention. <laughs> he came out during the goddamn pandemic and helped me fix my floodlight so that mm-hmm. I could actually see and pull out of my my driveway in the in the dark and in the snow. Mm-hmm. And all he wanted was Mexican food. Mm-hmm. Good Mexican food, you know. Yeah, hey, listen, at and certain, the love of a you friend, need to have, you need to have
1: levels of this. Um, so, folks, if you aren't currently married, engaged to be married, about to walk yourself down this good aisle, keep in mind there has to be some type of app. The same way they have farmers only, there has to be like a tradesperson only kind of um <laughs> especially in the quarantine i am sure there has to be some type of tradesperson: carpenters only plumbers only uh electric electricians only there has to be something out there contractors only where we can just i just want a um, general
0: contractor right I, just need, I want you to have all the skill sets <laughs> i need you to have a
1: broad knowledge of some things in this house okay um and we can begin to move forward in life at, Yo, and they make they make money anyway, but credible, quality credible. You don't want somebody who's out here trying to skim and dime anybody. You don't want instant karma or what have you.
0: You, um, you know what else? Why I want a general contractor to build a van <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. that we could go glamping in. Let's do this. You know my because ge- wait glamping. a general a general contractor would be able to do that, right? Is that who does that? Because I just think general contractor. I mean general building. So I'm I'm assuming a general contractor would know how to gut out a van and then build walls in a van and then build us. I think they might need some friends to help them out,
1: but generally people in this field, Oh, I know somebody who insert fill in the blank. um, (laughs) And whether it's the cousin June bug or Juan or I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's um, lots of different people out here who have uh, a skill set, um, but make sure, especially in today's day and time where we don't know what the future may hold, do you find somebody who has a trade or skill um, that can help you develop or build your own little tiny house? Because that just might be all we have um, in the coming so, days.
0: So what I'm hearing is that the, th- the three of us, and I think Amber would agree because she also likes tiny homes. Mm-hmm. Need to, although the three of us can't live in a tiny home because that's too many people. No, well, it'll and, be in our own little tiny home in a community. That oh, we we'll can... have a tiny home community.
1: Yeah. We, like oh, a okay. homestead. We could do like a little tiny home homestead. Oh, we could do a
0: homestead. <laughs> Dope. We can... and, I'm, and, I, and all three of our names will be on it. We'll have a homestead. Mm-hmm. Because I'm cool, cause then that gives her land for the husky. Mm-hmm. Did you want goats? Who wanted goats? So I want
1: that up. No, you are absolutely right. But the thing is, I also realize the responsibility. So I am absolutely an animal lover. Um, but I love the animals for the cuteness and the minutes of joy it brings when you're able to cuddle and love and play. I am not interested in the cleaning up, maintaining, feeding to an ex- extensive extent, um, waking up early to provide for in the cold, all types of weather kind of thing. So what I have come to realize is as much as I want a pig and a goat, um, and an amazing, uh, vegetable or just garden in and of itself I really don't want to maintain all of that so what I need is also a farmer or a rancher farmhand. friend yes uh, just a farmer um somebody who has a lot of land someone horses um all the things that can be involved I I need that person in my life next they are also on my um bucket list of friends to have before the end of my life um because I want to go Play with the pony, and I want to, like, you know, see a cow, a calf being born. I don't want to smell it, but I would like to see it. Um, And I'm interested in lots of these things. I just am not interested in the whole maintaining that lifestyle. Um, so I want to be there and be the pig's favorite person to see. And I want the pygmy goat to wear the sweater that I knit it because I'm into knitting and crocheting again. Um, but do I then want to clean up poop? No, maybe feed them. So they'll continue to remember that I'm their favorite person, but I don't want all the other stuff, but yes, on the homestead, I will have all the space,
0: Yeah, but yeah. it'll just be all the space. You ready for this next transition? Cause it's real, it's real dope. <laughs> so on the homestead, you're <laughs> going to look up and you see stars, right? And then I'm mm-hmm. going to be able to show you guys constellations. And then what mm-hmm. do constellations have names for? Um, Astrology. That's the best I could do with that. <laughs> <laughs> we could, we could, uh, we're
1: going to work on it. We're going we to work time. on that. The, the astrology
0: corner transition is real hard. So I just want to acknowledge that probably episode two of season one, I said, oh, yeah, we're going to do... um. Uh, reoccurring Astrology Corner. Mm -hmm. And then I rightfully fucked off with that and forgot to do it every single episode.
1: I have
0: have a friend listening and they're like, I can't wait to hear more about Astrology Corner. And I said, well, you'll be waiting. um, (laughs) uh, Because I don't talk about it again until I remember to do so right now. Episode two, season two. Uh, so So it took an entire other season for me to bring it up again. Um, But I now have a post-it note on my computer to remember to talk about astrology-related information. Here we are. But we did um, Siobhan's natal chart. So uh, as a reminder, Siobhan uh, is an Aquarius sun, but we now know she's a Cancer moon and a Virgo rising. Still, you you literally explained it to me or read the profile I earlier did. today. I did. Um,
1: none of that still makes any sense to me. But I am a visual learner, so I can hear you. But I, I need to see it, and that is what we will follow up with I sent all afterwards. sixteen pages to yeah. you.
0: <laughs> but but basically, she just she feels deeply. Um, she's focused on justice. Mm-hmm. Um, motivated organized um sometimes yeah all that stuff and then i again am a capricorn sun a leo moon and a gemini rising and then amber uh all we have for her right now is a capricorn sun and a capricorn moon <laughs> isn't Which there is a leo like, in there no we we don't know her rising because she's supposed okay. to get more information for me about her like Okay, other stuff. Other stuff for me to be able to get her. You need to know what time you were born to know you're rising. Mm-hmm. We don't have that info. So, but just as a quick, uh, like, astrology forecast for the week of, uh, I almost said December. This mm-hmm. is the month of January. <laughs> <laughs> January 24th, you know, just be, ex- you know, anticipate some, like, unpredictability and some radical changes in behavior and outcomes. Um, just be aware that you want, want to be easy on your feelings and how you interact with other people just because it's coming into a cancer moon. So that can affect how you interact with other people. Um, and then, oh, so uh, there's an alignment between um, Mercury and Venus. And so Mercury being the head and Venus being the heart. And so that can be a very magical time to connect with other people. So mm watch out for opportunities that you don't see coming. So that's astrology corner. Yeah.
1: Right. I feel like it needs like a little um, whimsical, like uh, wind chimes as you're coming in <laughs> and then the yeah. same wind chimes as you're going out. Like, all right guys, bye. Bye.
0: bye. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, um, so that was a fun episode. Do you have anything to add that you want to add in here? We talked, did we talk about glamping? We briefly talked about glamping, but well, then we talked about um, homesteading.
1: We, yeah, it it kind of veered off into homesteading. <laughs> um, but I wanted to bring it back to something else in college that we shared that uh, also helped me to realize what being on your own was like was during our summer experience a freshman year going into sophomore year um, at the lake. Yes, the lake. at the lake. Uh, what I have learned (laughs) is that although I am city and I don't care to, I'm one, I'm I'm a series of juxtapositions. Uh, Amen to that. I am absolutely okay with that. One, Uh, two, um, I am from the city, appreciate all things city, but prefer a slower city ish lifestyle. Three, with all that being said, I need to be able to stay in contact with anybody I want to be in contact with when I want to be in contact with them. So my That's experience that cancer moon. <laughs> my experience with uh our three week adventure was um the reality of you don't got no you don't got no contacts. You out here with this good calling card ah. and this paper and pen and envelopes and uh, stamps. Hopefully, that works out for your partner, um, because this text the message that you can only the, <laughs> the calling card and the freaking
0: payphone,
1: the calling card and the payphone, and still not being able to completely hear and still have things you have to say, but you hear you only have so many minutes left on your calling card. And you're in the s- middle of a field. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you need to get off the phone immediately. I need you to send another calling card because collect doesn't work out here. Um... <laughs> Thinking you can send, surely you can use this cell phone, which is a flip phone, because these are the times where you had a little plastic uh, antenna that you could pull antenna. out and send oh a text message where you would just tap the phone five times because you didn't have a QWERTY keyboard on your phone. Because um, it wasn't touchscreen. Uh, trying to send, I made it. I'm safe. And you just see no service. You see these little um, trying to send,
0: not going to send roaming Roaming. roaming. I can't afford roaming. roaming. Um, <laughs> And you left it on your windowsill because that one section on the windowsill mm-hmm. for like, it took 10 minutes to send a text, but that text got sent. Mm-hmm. And I had you send my mom a text from mm-hmm. your phone because I was, I think I was on T-Mobile at the time because I got knocked off Verizon. You were on Verizon. Mm-hmm. So you had enough service to send one text message. Listen,
1: and every- I have not strayed from Verizon Okay, listen, God forbid something else comes down. Um I trust that Verizon will be able to get this message out here to the world.
0: Trust and trust and believe. But yeah, that yeah. was the lake had so many different experiences and it did truly is... understanding when Oh wait, this is this is how I have to communicating in a different, utterly different way than you're used to communicating, and how that completely shifts your perspective on safety, on all that good stuff. So Mm -hmm. I absolutely that was the first time I used had to use a calling card, and they give you that list before you go and say, "Have a calling card. You're going to have to use a pay phone. Mm Cell so cell service doesn't work here. Mm -hmm. Having to and they meant uh, it. They meant it. My and city they-
1: mom was like, surely you don't have Verizon up there. You just need me to bring my Verizon phone. My 2000, was it 2006 Verizon phone? <laughs> my 2006 flip Verizon phone up here to show you what service is really like. You really meant there was no service up here. How am I supposed to reach out and tell my mama I'm okay? Because you can only reach this island via
0: boat. There was no via road. Boat. And there's one phone that calls out that pay phone, and every Mm-mm. all like what a hundred people on the island have Mm-mm. to be trying to make phone calls to their family. Mm-mm.
1: Mm-mm. And this yeah. is what solidified my glamping experience because there are certain things I am willing to forego. Give me camping light, um, maybe camping almost moderate, but what you will not do is give me camping full core. Uh, I. I <laughs> That's not who I was built to be. And I know myself enough to admit this. Um, so glamping all the way. Team glamping, RVs that are out here. I'm for you. Um, uh, my back plumbing. just can't.
0: Yep. My back can't do it anymore. I just, I need plumbing. I need a uh, a comfortable bed for my back. Mm-hmm. Because if I'm going to be hiking for miles, mm-hmm. if I'm going to be eating food a little bit differently, you definitely want plumbing for me. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> I'm going to say that for you. I need to be able um, to use wipes, okay? I need wet wipes, okay? Mm-hmm. All right? Mm-hmm. That's what I got to do. Um but I enjoy being out. I, I enjoy waking up when the sun comes up and feeling that cool breeze and hearing the birds. I like having campfires every single night. I like co- cooking over a, fu- a fire. But I'm going to need a place to then close out the outdoors when I sleep. <laughs> right? Um, like I
1: said, I need gas on a comfortable bed. <laughs> but
0: yeah, so with <laughs> with with all that said, <laughs> mhm. Is there anything else any more closing closing statements counselor what is your closing statement
1: I think we're we're set we have said all we need to say <laughs>
0: Okay um so thank you for joining us for our podcast we hope you laughed with us and in some way shape or form enjoyed yourself We would love to interact with our listeners more via our social media accounts. Uh, We absolutely invite you to submit topic suggestions that we will use at our discretion. You can find us on Instagram at mimosas underscore besties underscore podcast on Twitter um, as mimosas underscore besties on Facebook as mimosas with my besties podcast. And you can email us at mimosa besties podcast at gmail.com mimosa besties podcast is one word uh we hope you have the best day you can have and stay hydrated bye bye
1: toodles